Oh my god, what a weekend we have. Well, we oh yeah, that's right. We're gonna do some stuff. Yeah, we're gonna do some stuff. We'll eventually talk about it, but uh one of the main things I want to talk about is I got my cat a tie to wear. Business cat. Yeah, business cat. I'm excited but for I don't it. know. That that's all I got. And I'm moving. I'm in the fucking kitchen recording this shit. I'm glad we don't do fucking video because this this is just sad. All right, let's well let's move on to the intro. Okay, fine. Uh Berkeley, roll the intro. scheduled for one fall from san jose california the king of vlog style david edge and everyone's favorite brother victor this is the Markout media podcast what's up you guys welcome back to the Markout media podcast if this is your first time my name is david edge don't interrupt me you son of a gun i'd clear my throat Ah, well, let me clear my throat. This is the Markout media podcast if this is your first time my name is david edge and with me as always is my brother victor <laughs> Oh, geez. God, you got to do something about it. Maybe like a throat lozenge or something. <laughs> no, uh, do, you, do you say throat lozenge or do you say cough drop? Cough drop. Okay, well, I'm going to say throat lozenge. What's the difference? Nothing. They just have different names. They're the same thing. Oh, okay. Just, okay. They're, they're synonyms. Oh, I don't know what that is. Of course you don't, you dummy. Anyways, <laughs> <laughs> Make, make sure to subscribe to us. We're on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, and many more platforms where podcasts are provided to you. Also, make sure to follow us on social media on Twitter and Instagram at MarkoutMedia18. Once again, that's MarkoutMedia18. And last but not least, please buy the merch at BrainBusterTees.com or head over and pick up the merch at WhatAManeuver.net. What about your merch? Uh yeah no buy my merch too actually no scratch that just buy my merch only my merch only my merch king of vlog style watermaneuver.net buy, buy the merch buy the merch yes buy the merch but um <laughs> buy the merch <laughs> buy the merch so you're gonna wear it you know it doesn't fit <laughs> where'd you where'd you, where'd you buy that Amazon nine dollars for a three pack how'd you come across that. I don't know. I got bored and I just started looking up cat accessories. <laughs> That's funny. I don't know. Uh, but yeah, we got a pretty busy weekend. We have uh, today, if you're listening to us today on Friday, it is Hood Slam in Oakland. Uh, it's, I don't know if it's sold out, but there is a lot of people that are going. Um, um, you know what? You know what? I didn't check. Hold on. Let me check. Hold on. I know there's been over a thousand tickets sold. So that's, that's fucking awesome. Um, but I will say that if you can't go to Hood Slam and you've never been able to experience Hood Slam, uh, you can go to Fight TV and search up Hood Slam and purchase it for only $9.99. So, yeah, that's going to be fun. I can't wait. I'm going to be on hard cam, so I'm going to be way up there. They're going to throw me 10 feet up in the air onto a, like a scaffold. And I'm going to be with a camera. No, I was just checking the weather because um, it's, it's going to be cold as fuck. Yeah, and then I don't know if it's raining or not. Don't say that. Um, it says it's not going to tomorrow. Oh, okay, good. It shouldn't because I'm really worried. That's what I was worried because yeah, because it it says it's raining right now. Yeah, no, no, it is. Um, but yeah, you guys, uh, thanks for 
you know, all that shit. My camera went away. It yeah, doesn't matter. No, it doesn't matter. But <laughs> where did you go? <laughs> Sorry, my camera slipped out. So I'm not used to the setup. I'm in the kitchen. Come on, if you can set up in the kitchen. Remember, I, I set up one time in the bathroom. Yeah, but I mean, again, I don't know. But yeah, okay. So that yeah. So if you're if you're listening, please check out Hood Slam. It's tonight. It starts at seven. Doors open at five. Get there early, otherwise you might miss out. Uh, and then the next day, tomorrow, we're going into a Sharks game. Yeah, there's uh, some jerseys that they're getting rid of, and they look pretty cool. Um, yeah, I know they, they are, but the thing is, the catch is, okay, so I got these tickets for free from one of my friends. The only catch is we have to get the jerseys, and then I have to take them and give it to him. So that's only that's the only reason why we're getting it for free. What size does he want? I don't even know yet. He hasn't told me, but we'll figure it out soon. Uh, and then they only on they Sun- only give you two options of yeah, medium extra and XL. large. Yeah. yeah, so it's one or the other. I don't know yet, but um, that's going to be a lot of fun. And then also on Sunday, we are going to go to the Eastridge Mall uh, in San Jose, California, on the east side specifically, the old uh, stomping grounds for me and Victor. And uh, we're going to go check out AEW. What was it, Revolution or something? I think I think it is revolution. Yeah, and then we're gonna watch that in theaters, which starts at four o'clock. So, uh, you know, <coughs> whoa, oh, we're in the. Oh, maybe I need a throat lozenge. Not a cough drop. Yeah. So, um, yeah, if you're in the San Jose area, uh, try to find out tickets for uh, AEW Revolution at the East Ridge Mall, and you could probably check it out. Uh, the last time we saw what what was that? That was that uh, full gear. I think it was full gear. Okay, yeah, that's when Adam Cole did his did his uh, debut and and uh, Brian Danielson. Yeah, and Ruby Soho, the American Dragon, the American Nightmare. No. Um, <laughs> anyways, uh, we have a really fun episode. It's uh, with Heartbeat, or sorry, the Heartbeat, Nick Xander. Let me tap on my. I can't do it, but you get what I'm trying to do. Yeah, the the heartbeat sound. Yeah, we'll, we'll figure it out. Um, <laughs> but uh, Nick has uh, honestly, we've only known Nick for a little bit. We'll talk about it, but um, in the interview. But um, I'm very happy that we were able to get an interview with him. Yeah, we've been waiting to get this one for a while since January, like early January at least. Yeah, honestly, one of my favorite people in the wrestling business right now. I'm going to say it straight up. He's such a nice guy, genuine, and he really does support. So honestly, I can't wait till he gets merchandise. I don't know if he has merchandise or not, but if he does, I want to buy it. Yes, I will definitely buy one of his shirts. Yeah. All right. Well, let's get into this interview. Let's stop you know, talking about us and let's start hearing what Nick Xander has to say. Um, I do apologize a little bit. You might be hearing some background music uh, during his interview because when we were doing it at uh, the Emporium in San Francisco, there was a lot of music going on and it was only an hour before doors open. So we just, we had to take the chance because we've skipped out so many times when trying to interview Nick. So we just had no choice but to uh, do the interview right then and there. And honestly, when I listened back to it, the background noise wasn't too much of a problem. So you won't have that much of an issue. Yeah, but no worries. We'll eventually get Nick back and uh, we'll just ask more fucking questions and have more fun. All right, let's go. All right. Enough of me chitting and chattering and all that bullshit. Uh, let's get into this interview with Nick Xander right here, right now, here on the Marco Media Podcast. 
Ladies and gentlemen, we are here with the heartbeat, Nick Zander. Nick, how you doing, brother? Oh, that's the sound of his heartbeat. Now I get it. Hold All on. right. All <laughs> that right, was guys. the heartbeat. <laughs> it's been a long time coming. And I'll tell you what, it's good to be here today at Ugwa Emporium, San Francisco. I'm here with David, my man, colorful hoodies. Listen, it's been, like I say, a long time coming. It's an absolute pleasure to be here with you guys today. Um, looking to have a lot of fun. Yeah, yeah, no, dude, today is going to be fun. As you guys can already tell, there's loud music in the background. That's not something that we were worried about. We're just happy to have Nick on on the podcast. Like, it's been, uh, we've I tried a couple times getting you on here, and it's just, we, time is just is just getting crazy right now. You know, between carloads, this, that, and the other thing, uh, just timing hasn't been uh, quite right, but the time is right tonight. So, fellas, uh, you have a few things. You have a few things to ask. Yeah. You want to know more about the heartbeat, the 2021 Las Vegas Rookie of the Year. I know you do. I see it in your, both of your eyes right now. Uh, so how did you get the name heartbeat? So the heartbeat uh, wasn't given to me specifically like you are the heartbeat. Mm. It wasn't something that I created like I am the heartbeat. Yeah. It was the fans. It was how they felt. Um, that's sort of uh, what I try to... Uh, organically convey for them um because that's what they organically convey for me they 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 feel the energy the passion the love uh for what this is you know what i mean and i just feel like uh being the heartbeat of professional wrestling it epitomizes the blood sweat tears grind hard work sacrifice all these things to put out the best product i can to put out um interesting content for everybody on on social media platforms but the heartbeat just really uh surfaced from the fans and what they gave to me yeah uh but uh it, it honestly like i think so far we haven't even known each other that long i feel like we have created this bond together like it's it's so cool how quick we become friends uh and i feel like yeah you you are definitely someone that I feel like is flying under the radar, but I feel like it's getting up there more, and I feel like you're getting yourself out here, and I, I can't wait to see like more what's going to happen with you in the future. Honestly, you know, uh, just going town to town, uh, being able to make those miles and, and, and make those connections with people and create the special bonds like we have together um, is really what this is all about, you know. Most of this business is done in the back, right? Yeah. So... I could go town to town to town and not have any special relationships, but to be able to, again, organically build a bond like uh, we have, like I have with guys like Adriel Noctis, uh, S4TV, go down the list, Jody, Laz, uh, people like that who really have my back. Chris Mounts is a big supporter. So uh, these are all people who I love and support and support me to keep me going through this thing. You know what I mean? No, oh, yeah. So um, where are you from? I am originally from Detroit, Michigan, 313, oh, Midwest. Shit. I'm a big Michigan State Spartan fan. Um, moved out here about seven years old. Didn't really have a choice. All my family moved out here okay. to Las Vegas. It was kind of uh, like my grandparents' idea. Uh, they like to golf. They like to go on vacation, and they had one here. And uh, this is kind of where it's landed me in Vegas, but home-hearted in Detroit, Michigan. That's fucking crazy. Oh, um, no. Did you start wrestling in Detroit or Michigan? 
Actually, I didn't. I only started wrestling about a year ago okay. at the Future Stars of Wrestling Academy. Uh, I didn't know what I was going to do. I got laid off of my job because of COVID March 17th. That's when the pandemic kind of started, right? Yeah. Uh, okay, so a couple months go by. Uh, my uncle asked me, what are you going to do? And I said, well, I've always wanted to be a wrestler. You know what I mean? And I was collecting unemployment. Times were kind of tough. But uh, that money was stacking, so I had a little leeway and opportunity to kind of chase a dream. He looked me directly in the eyes and said, you could never do that. Damn. You could never do that. Look at you, Nick. You know what I mean? I was probably a buck 50 at best, soaking wet. Uh, Had prior knee issues. And, uh, you know, it just wasn't something I was really chasing towards. You know, especially at the time, 26 years old. Uh, sort of late to kind of get in this business. You know, you have the Nick Waynes who are being signed at 16. Oh, yeah. The Bodie Young prodigies out in Vegas who I train with at age 14. These guys are making nice waves, nice buzz. Um, so starting the business at Future Stars of Wrestling was everything. I gave Joe DeFalco, the owner of FSW, a call about 1030 at night on a Saturday. And uh, the conversation kind of went like, uh, hey, man, uh, I'm looking to become a referee because that's kind of what me and my uncle kind of agreed on was I'd be a referee to kind of start and break in. Oh, wow. Yeah. And that idea really kind of dissipated on this phone call. Joe DeFalco, he's kind of, uh, he'll tell you like it is. You know what I mean? And love him or hate him, he's going to be straightforward. And he tells uh-huh. me, dude, why are you calling me at 1030 at night on a Saturday? Hit me up on Monday. Actually, come in. So I was like, okay. So I come in, and he's trying to sell me this idea. And uh, in the ring is legendary coach Tom Howard, uh-huh. who's coach John Cena, Samoa Joe, and the guys. And oh, then wow. there was Zoe Stark, who's currently in NXT. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. And uh, just kind of having that opportunity to see the ring, touch the ring, feel the canvas for the first time. This is all kind of a, a, a pipe dream for a fan like myself who was going to these shows. So uh, FSW is where I got my start in my first day with Tom Howard in the ring and Zoe Stark. So that was pretty cool. So how, how long did you train before your, your first match? So uh, do you count Battle Royals? Yeah, I count anything that's oh. wrestling. Yeah. Anything <laughs> oh, for sure, yeah. That's cool with me, man. Hey, Battle Royals is a match. I, I mean, most people will not say, like, they're sick of scrambles and mat- r- sure, Royal sure, Rumbles sure. and everything like that. But no, I mean, when was the first time you really got to like get into a match? So from the time I walked in when I seen Tom Howard and Zoe Stark to the time I had my first match was less than two months. It was about a month and three weeks. I was kind of picking it up more so than most. Again, I'm an older guy, right? I got a lot of life experience. Yeah. I have motor skills. I played basketball. I played sports kind of growing up. So doing the basic roles, the bumps, all these things kind of came naturally to me. And... Uh, I was uh, lucky enough to come at a time where all I had was free time, unemployment, right? Yeah. We had a big class. There was a class of 35 students Holy when I first shit. started. Holy shit. So just imagine that, right? There's a lot of competition, a lot of people who want the same thing. And to be able to come late because they started a month and a half before I even got there, the beginners. Ooh. And I got there and it was like less, like I say, less than two months later and I was thrown in a battle royal. And uh, the rest is history. I had green eye contacts 
I dyed my sides of my hair green, the faded part, and oh kept Lord. the long hair part brown. <laughs> and uh, I'll never forget, I didn't know what to do. I didn't know what my name was going to be. And uh, in a promo class weeks prior, uh, I said Nicholas Alexander as a, as a name. They say, man, you really need to shorten it. And so we kind of decided Nick Xander was going to be it. That makes sense now. <laughs> and so uh, come time for the Battle Royal from Las Vegas, Nevada, Nick <laughs> Xander. And I came out with this big scream, serious as all fuck. <laughs> and everybody was like, what the hell? Like, I don't buy it. This, this kid is not tanned, 150 pounds. I got in there and uh, Judah Matthew was the guy who uh, I was feuding with, sort of, and uh -huh. uh, who was going to throw me over, and uh, it was like uh, going to be a choke slam. Yeah. Instead, 15 seconds in, a guy goes, "Hey, kid, it's your time," and I got tossed <laughs> over, <laughs> and I saved myself the choke slam bump on the apron, so I'm real thankful for that. Uh -huh. But that's kind of like my first match story and the the timetable of such. So. No, that's honestly fucking incredible. And like in the year of uh, when when we started seeing you in 2021. I feel like you just really made your name out out here. I mean, being in Nevada, but you've really have done a lot for yourself in California. Like, I, I to me, I, I don't know if you feel this way, but I feel like I feel like you really got your name out there last year. Do you feel like what what are some of the, like your favorite matches you had last year? Oh, well, there's a few, David. Um, honestly, things that stick out to me, uh, no particular order. Yeah. But John Wolfgang at the Young Lions Cup. Yeah. Young Lions Cup was the biggest Ooh. opportunity in my entire life. I'll tell you what, like uh, Chris Bay, who came from my school, actually won the Young Lions Cup. Yes. In his final class was Jungle Boy, Mansoor, and uh, I, I hate to forget the other one. But, geez, I mean, what a class that was. So to try to fulfill and, and, and fill those footsteps that he created for FSW, Future Stars of Wrestling, yeah. and coming to PSG, coming to the to the Oakland Bay Area, um, it was real special for me. And, and me and Wolfgang did not like each other. I mean, there was a Twitter space where we were kind of shouting at each other back and forth, and uh, it was real heated, and I guess they seen some interest in that. So eventually we worked our way to the semifinals, and what would people say was match of the night in the Young Lions Cup. So to have that honor, to have that badge on my sleeve was real special. Again, Bryn Thorne is my favorite opponent. Uh, the Belle of the Brawl, she's awesome. I can't say enough good things about her. I wrestled her multiple times, once at Grap House and a multi-man with Big Juice, who was in the Young Lions Cup final. We, we were there D-Rogue, <laughs> uh, big personality, and uh, once at Pride Style. Pride Style is a, a new up-and-coming promotion in Las Vegas, uh, ran by Millhouse Mallet, and he gave me the opportunity to wrestle Bryn Thorne, and uh, it, something just clicks with me and Bryn. So between Bryn Thorne and I at Pride Style and me and Wolfie at uh, the Young Lions Cup, I got to say, like, those two stand out. Actually, I can't even front. Right after the Young Lions Cup, I took a flight back to Vegas, had to wrestle the next day at a taco fest with 400 people in the crowd. Oh, wow. No one knew who I was. Oh, no, the Papa Yase, who was the Big Valley Fighting Champion, wrestled the night before, and we never touched. Oh. But the eruption... The way the crowd got into it, the heartbeat, heartbeat, uh, just the energy and the high I was riding off the Young Lions Cup, it was just a culmination of great things. So Papa Yase, John Wolfgang, Bryn Thorne 
are my top three, probably 2021 in no order. Those those three competitors are all great, and I'd like to do it again with all of them any time of the night, day, or time. So, no, yeah. How did um, because hey, because you're coming up here too. So how did um, you get the you know how did you and Ugwa link up? So uh, making waves in Northern California through Best of the West, through East Bay Pro, um, and different promotions like that. I'd figured I'd built my name enough in California to to contact Ugwa to contact Anthony. So I hit him up. And he goes, yeah, man, I really like your work. I'd love to bring you out. You know, we have this date in February, and uh, it's going to be at a new venue that I think you'd be real excited about. So I jumped on that opportunity real quick. And he goes, yeah, man, I really like your work. Like I say, you remind me of uh, Crash Holly. Oh, wow. And wow. I was like, wow, that's an awesome compliment. You know, Crash uh, has been at the top. Yeah. You know what I mean? He's worked those guys and made a lot of money. So if I could even get a fraction of that. That would totally make my career. So I was really thankful that Anthony was so giving, so receptive, and, and giving me an opportunity like this tonight. Oh, yeah. Uh, what's the match you're in tonight? Uh, I'm in the Quest for the Key Gauntlet, oh. which is uh, considered one of the bigger opportunities here at Ugwa, I would, I would say. And um, to have the key is to have power, right? Yep. And there's going to be seven competitors in a Royal Rumble-like format where two people start. Mm. And at four-minute intervals, each person will come in in a culmination of two people with pinfall or submission victory. So to earn that key, to, to have the key to the next step for me, the key to the heartbeat mm -hmm. would be something really special here tonight. Dude, I can't, I can't wait for that. It's going to be so much fun. But, yeah, no, I, I remember talking about you too, Slash. I think he actually was with us at the Young Lions Cup when, we, when he was there. And he got to see you, and I was like, dude, this guy's good. I was like, trust me. I was like, and then I think, he, oh, he also saw you before that. I mean, we yeah, were at Grab House. Yeah, for oh, Halloween okay, weekend. so he yeah. was there too. Yeah, and I remember uh, for that match at Grab House, and I'm glad I was able to save that into the highlights. I think you pick up a Bryn for a fireman's carry, a fireman's carrier into the, into the turnbuckle. And all I hear, and I swear, you guys had like a quick conversation during that move, you literally went, picked her up, went, sucks to you, be you, uh, Bryn. And then you're literally, as you're taking her, she's like, no, I don't. And I was like, hearing that, I was like, this is the greatest thing. Something about Bryn is just fucking hilarious. You know, like I say, we really uh, mesh in there. It, it feels right Yeah. Um, with me and her. And we, we have that quick, witty kind of, I wouldn't say happy-go-lucky because that's neither of us. But we definitely are that kind of in-your-face uh, take no shit type competitors, agreed, you know what agreed. I mean? So when you mix those two together, you know, you get fireworks like that and, and nice little subtle moments within very, a match. You guys are very, like, eccentric, like, in your face. Yeah, I do. I totally get that. So I, I hope to, I hope we can get you guys out here. Like, I think people need to see that out here because I think it's only been in Nevada you guys have had matches, right? Me and Bryn have only wrestled exclusively in Las Vegas. Um, that could be a traveling thing, I'll tell you what. Like, I, 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 I can't talk uh, any more good about her enough. Um, my greatest rival, I would say, so far. Yes, I hope that continues on. Um, but uh, you said you've been living out in Vegas. And for Vegas being just one, like, surrounding town, you guys have a lot of promotions out there. What it's is it like? Much. What's the scene like out there for you? I mean, it's, it's a melting pot, right? You have a lot of different things going on. You have Future Stars of Wrestling, which I would consider king out there. That's sort of your modern WWE kind of TV-style promotion, you yeah, know yeah. what I mean? Where you really get to grow your character into more, uh, produce more 
TV money-making way. Yeah. Uh, whereas you have the Grap Houses, the Pride Styles, the Versus Pro, where you're going to get the dream matches you want, the more exciting matches you want. You get to blow your shit out there and really show what you got so you could have opportunities for a slash or different promoters to come out and see you, yep. thus bringing you into different promotions like a Ugwo, which is very similar. Um, there's also Big Valley out there, which has been around forever. Yes. Um, they're actually really good, ran by uh, the Tenacious family. Um, and those are very generous people. Benny, Ricky, uh, can't say enough good things about them. They ran that Taco Fest that me and Papa Yase had that big banger match nice. with in front of 400 people. So you have all these different things to choose from. The only problem is, is are you diluting yourself by being everywhere? Yeah. Are, are people going to pay $10 to see you wrestle at a taco fest and be skeptical about paying 40 at a casino show for FSW? These are all things you have to consider as a talent. But then again, you can't put yourself into a shell and put all your eggs into one basket. You really have to get yourself out there, especially someone like me who's so young in this and, and just needs to really make those connections to get to that next level. Uh, how old are you? 27 years old currently. Okay. You know, I kind of got a spunk of a 22, 23-year-old mm. guy. You know, I just live my life really fun, really loose. I don't stress a lot. I try not to. Right. I try to I try to live stress-free, man. So being 27, kind of getting a little bit later in the game in this is challenging on your body, on your mind, on your soul because you have to have a lot of the real-life things come into play. But uh, at 27, I'm real thankful to be in the position I'm in. Wow, I actually did not know you were 27. I Honestly, either. I got like I did get young vibes from you, but I mean, then again, I mean, I also thought fucking Trip Jordy was 16, and I found out he's like 23 or 22. Wow. I didn't know that. I thought yeah. he was around that 20, 28, 18, 19. I guess when you just keep doing the whip all the time, everyone thinks you're in high school. Yeah, that's right. And he, he's a fun guy to be around, man. I'll tell you what, the Young Lions Cup, Trip Jordy's uh, positivity, his his uh, positive uh, radiance, uh, really spread throughout the locker room, made it a better place. Uh, Trip Jordy's another great dude, man. I know. I want to. Okay, so I want to see you again because, like I said, the last time we saw you was East Bay. Oh no, for full queer. That was full queer. Yeah, that was, that uh, was, that Robert, was earlier this Robert month, Taylor. about two weeks ago. Yep. Yeah. I mean, I'm excited to see you every time. Yeah. Like I mean, the first time was. It probably had to been Halloween weekend. Was it Grap House? Yeah. It must have been Grap House, and yeah. then the Young Lions Cup that week after. Yeah. Shit was crazy. Yeah. That's Outside shit. at that Ferguson's location, which March 25th. They're going to be running that location again, so it's going to be real fun to be out there. Hopefully not so cold like last time, but... No, yeah, That was, was the first cold. time I've been in Vegas where it was actually cold. Like, we, every yeah. time we went, uh, I, we were working in the summertime, so it was always like 97, 98, 100-something. So for it to be cold, I was thankful. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, shit, yeah. Like I said, I definitely want to go back, and definitely, like I said, it's a good time seeing you every single time. But um, what are some of your dream matches? Oh, I'm excited to hear this. Well, I have a. I, are we talking in a grander scale or more realistic independent scale? Let's start with realistic. Uh, like independent style, yeah, real yeah, scale. Yeah. What do you see yourself going against in 2022? 2022, I want uh, a, a few people. Um, I'm looking at Stephen Tresario oh, as okay. a big as a as a big uh, step up for me. Uh, me and him have never gone one-on-one -on -one in public, but we did have a practice match, and that practice match got me the credibility with him and the bond with him to get me to Best of the West. Yeah. And we run TV-style classes there where we do matches where they cut to commercial, 
where you got to fill the time, where you have to go on the fly and do all these great things. So to be able to, to mix it up with Steven Tresario would be great. Zicky Dice is oh, another man. name that I'm looking forward to trying to get in the ring with. He's doing a lot of great stuff in Atlanta and the Georgia area. To be able to network and connect with him and see how that in-your-face kind of fun personality matches with his um, definitely is something I would love to have. And I actually have a list uh, somewhere in my phone that I made that I put out um, in no particular order. Dante Leon is someone who I'm looking at, a stiff blade representative. That's another guy who I see at GCW kind of getting his name out there. I feel like kind of testing my sword uh, with his sword, iron for iron, you know what I mean? Seeing where I'm at. Nick Wayne is always a popular one, but I feel like uh, that's bound to happen. Uh, Again, two guys who are very beloved in their respective areas, and uh, to be able to battle out with the guys like Nick Wayne, Dante Leon, Zicky Dice, Steven Cesario, these are all guys that uh, are definitely on the top tier of my list to, to work with. Yeah. Now, who on a like a, like a big dream? It could be even someone who's not even alive anymore. Like, okay. who is like a big dream match for you? Uh, man, I really crafted. I really crafted my idea what I wanted to be off Johnny Gargano. Wow. Johnny Gargano was someone who I really took a liking to, all the way back through. I mean. The days of when no one really knew who he was. Yeah. Um, yeah. And seeing him grow uh, through the Cruiserweight Classic and the NXT into the Rebel Heart, right? Rebel Heart, Heartbeat. These are all very similar things that Makes I was sense. really Makes going sense. for. So uh, I feel like me and him can have a lot of fun. I feel like he's a true leader out there and can take me through some fun stuff. So Johnny Gargano is definitely a dream match of mine that's still around. And uh, someone who may have passed uh, that I can't wrestle no more. And uh, I don't know if there's heat for this, but Chris Benoit is one of the best to ever do it. Yeah. And that's another his selling, the way he sold, the way he made you believe, the way he was for real yeah. is everything I want to be. Now, again, not a very popular opinion, but he's one of the greats to ever do it as it pertains to bell to bell within that squared circle. No, I totally, I totally yeah. get that, and I think that's great. Uh, so we got one last question yeah. uh, before this, uh, this all starts. In the far, far future, I love asking this to everyone. I've been asking it to everyone. It's one of my favorite questions to ask. In the far, far future, when it's all said and done, what do you want Nick Xander to be known for? That's a good one, David. Yeah. What do I want Nick Xander to be known for? Some people, uh, some people want money, right? Yeah. Some people want fame. They want to get signed to WWE. Yeah. They want a main event or WrestleMania. That's all good for me. That's all good things to do. But what do I want to be remembered for? Yeah. When I'm gone, when it's all said and done, when there's nothing left, what does that look like for people like you? What does that look like for people who buy tickets to the show that feel the heartbeat, right? Wow. I want to be known as the guy who went against the grain, who chased a dream that was unfathomable. I want to be a guy that people look up to and say, I want to be what Johnny Gargano was to Nick Xander. I want to be what the Chris Benoit was within the squared circle to Nick Xander. I want people to look up to me 
and feel the story, feel the energy and feel the passion that I had for this and hopefully replenish it because there's a lot of people who don't love it like that. Yeah. They love the fame. They, like I say, they love the money. They love the material. I don't want any of that. It comes with this, right? Yeah. It comes with the passion, the heart that you have. Um, like I say, generally, I just want to be remembered as, as that guy everybody loved. You know, similar to, you know, Rest of Soul. I never knew him, but like a Virgil Flynn. You know what I mean? He's very yeah. loved, very respected, and he was always good to people. Um, so anything resemblance to that or a fraction of that would definitely make my, my career worth it. No, dude, again, thanks. Nick, I'm happy that we got to meet yeah. uh, not too long ago. I'm very happy to call you a friend. Uh, I'm, I'm always happy to support you. Um, and we love that we've been able to get you on here. Like, this means the world to us. So, we again, we thank you. Um, where can people follow you on social media? All right. Before I go into my social medias, I do want to thank you guys for taking the time and patience to reschedule and do all these great things and, and sit me down in such a special venue and in such a special opportunity that I have in front of me. So thank you guys once again. Yeah. And uh, social media platforms on Facebook, it's Nick Zander, N-I-C-Z-A-N-D-E-R. On Twitter, it's at Nick Zander YB. And Instagram, it is Life Under the Scope. Uh, scope with two E's at the end. Yeah. And that's where you can find me on all social media platforms where you could uh, feel the heartbeat. That's awesome. Dude. Thank you for yeah. doing this. Hey, maybe, one, maybe one more for the road. Yeah, one more. Oh, you hear that heartbeat, guys? You hear the heartbeat. <laughs> See, his sounds his sounds good. Mine's irregular. <laughs> but yeah, <laughs> but yeah let's, let's go play some games. Let's go have some fun. Let's hopefully you win that 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 damn key. Let's All right, get let's, it. Do let's, it. Get let's get it. Let's get those keys, man. You have a good one. All right. Yeah, what a, what a, dude? He's so cool. Like honestly, again, I can't wait to see Nick again soon. I don't know the next time we're gonna see him, but hopefully soon. Um, it sucks because the day that we are going to prestige and West Coast Pro in Santa Cruz, um, he's wrestling at East Bay Pro for the title. Yeah, but uh, since I am a trainer, not a trainer, sorry, since I am training at the West Coast uh, Academy, make sure to go to the West Coast show and uh, check it out. I, mean, I think it's sold out, right? The Savage Mode? Uh, I think it is. Okay, then never mind. Watch it on uh, Independent Wrestling. No, what is it on? Uh, yeah, independentwrestling.tv. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the interview with Nick Xander went really well. Yeah, definitely. Uh, can't wait till he gets merchandise and we're going to wear the shit out of it and just fucking support the shit out of him like he sh- supports us. Exactly. That guy's always wearing the shirt. Yeah, such a nice dude. Um, so yeah, um, please go follow him on all his social medias and go watch his matches go look him up on youtube and check him out <coughs> my guy you know, yeah you need some water oh uh, i do go get yourself a beverage mm-hmm. yeah i will i maybe an arizona iced tea oh no and uh oh i don't talk like that <laughs> stop making me sound like i talk like that you don't i don't so stop. I don't. That's not, okay. Stop. You're you're an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> All right, but uh, thank you guys for checking out the Markham Media Podcast. Um, 
If you have not subscribed to us, please subscribe to us. We're on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, iHeartRadio, many more platforms where podcasts are provided to you. Also, make sure to follow us on Twitter and Instagram at MarkoutMedia18. Once again, that's MarkoutMedia18. And last but not least, make sure to pick up the merch from me or the Markout Media site, which is BrainBusterTees.com or whatamaneuver.net. Uh, yeah, go buy the merch unless you want to yeah. buy it in person. Yeah, if you want to buy it in person, I mean, it's whenever we're at a show. Yeah, well, it has I, to be me, me and Victor because Victor has the merch. I don't go pick up the merch that's on him. Uh, as, as of your, this, as your of responsibility this, as of this year, I'll probably will most likely be at every Ugwa show selling merch, and then yeah, uh, March March twentieth. Yeah, March 20th uh, in San Jose at the PBSJ. I'll be there selling merch. Hell yeah. So it's going to be a good time. Yes. Yeah. So you'll probably, and uh, again, you'll see me at all the West Coast dates You'll uh, that they have uh, next weekend. You'll see me at Hood Slam tonight. Uh, and then, yeah, maybe if you're in San Jose, you can go to the, what is it, AMC Eastridge 15 Theater and hang out with us, watch AEW Revolution. Yes, it should be a good time. Hell yeah. All right. Well, we're going to get on and out of here. Uh, make sure to follow me uh, on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, Facebook. Uh, yeah. All those places at King of Vlog Style. And just, uh, you know, interact with us. Have fun. You know, all that bullshit. All right. Well, we're going to get on out of here. I don't know. Just <laughs> I have so much shit to do. I'm moving. I'm moving from Santa Clara to Milpitas soon. So this is just becoming exhausting. And then we'll uh, see you guys soon. Uh, I'm literally rambling. I'm so sorry, everyone. <laughs> My God, calm down, guy. Calm down. I know. Sorry, I was, I was distracted by how you and Dad were dressed alike. <laughs> you know what's funny is I didn't know he bought any of that Mark Media stuff. Really? That does? Don't you get emails when people buy merch? Never got the email. Yeah, whatever. Anyways, you guys, thank you guys for getting on the Mark Media podcast. From me to Victor and to everyone who listens, you either mark out or get the fuck out later. Goodbye. Thank you for checking out the Markout Media Podcast. Make sure to follow us on Twitter and Instagram at MarkoutMedia18. And don't forget to buy the merch at BrainBusterTees.com.